1: 365, the number two internet radio program according to TalkStreamLive.com. This is the Cheeky Jaguar Radio Show.
0: Welcome back to the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program. I have been uh, screaming at the top of my lungs Christopher Cross lyrics to that one song between the moon and New York City. Let me get back to the moon in New York City. That's what I've been doing. It's pretty much what I've been doing during the uh, during the break here. Uh, we're going to go to the to the Skype audio, and we're going to call the multi-talented Rose Columbo and see if she'll pick the phone up. It's hello, Jamarkle. Hello. Look at me speak to Rose Columbo, please. You have the wrong number, sir. Uh, this is a private line in my home, and uh, no Rose Columbo here. Okay. Well, we'll see you in hell, then. Okay. <laughs> we got the wrong number. 714-960-0749. No Rose Colombo there. That's the private number. Uh, 714, I want to make sure I get this right. 960-0749. No Rose Columbo there. No Rose Columbo. Maybe Rose Colombo will call us. Oh, the number's wrong. They sent me the wrong number. Well, I apologize to that guy for telling him to go to hell. Uh, actually, I didn't tell him to go to hell. I said, we'll see you in hell. Because realistically, we'll see you in hell. Uh, thanks for joining us on Red Nation Radio today. Tune in, iTunes are your loyalty to the Jiggy Jaguar app.
1: Blatable in the App Hello?
0: Is this Rose Colombo? <laughs>
1: This is the Rose Rose okay.
0: Colombo. Sorry about that. I uh, I had uh, uh, the the great and talented Irwin Zucker sent me the uh, the wrong number, and I had to scroll down to the bottom of the email. I just called some dude at his house, and he said there was no Rose Colombo there. So I'm like, uh-oh. So uh, <laughs> so so we've now got the actual Rose Colombo on the telephone. Uh, she is she has been with us before and uh, a, uh, an interesting beginning to her return visit with us, a multi-talented Rose Colombo. She hosts her own radio program three times a week on the Freedomizer Radio Network and is an award-winning author. Just won an Irwin Award for the best political satire with her new book, Obamacare, Dinosaurs, Rednecks, and Radicals. And uh, Rose, how are you?
1: Well, I'm actually very excited at the elections coming up, and my yes. book is so timely, Obamacare, Dinosaurs, Rednecks, and Radicals, because it's a political satire based upon Obamacare. Yes. And, but using dinosaurs as the catalyst for this Orwellian short adventure story, anyone could read between the ages of 7 and 107 and understand why obamacare is death care for americans
0: now um there's been a lot of (laughs) a lot Mm -hmm. of negative stories the uh the, the the premiums i understand are are going up in uh in in double and sometimes triple digits uh tell me a little bit about why this is 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 so bad, I know why it's bad because there's there's people I know that that have the option of buying food or paying that tax, so they just go ahead and buy food <laughs> and they don't pay that stupid <laughs> tax um, but but give me give me your your insight in analysis on this whole thing.
1: Well, you know, I was the first one back in two thousand and nine that wrote the very first blog. And I believe that Hannity used that blog to start exposing the information, which was good. So the the blog was published on congress.org, sent to every congressman in 2009 before they rubber-stamped it approved because they didn't read it. So how uh, 2,700 pages of laws, punishments, regulations, uh, and, and taxes that aren't taxes and fines and so forth can be turned into being legal, lawful, and constitution is beyond me, but they did it, <laughs> they rubber-stamped it. And let me tell you, I think that's the first time in U.S. history that that's ever happened, where Congress didn't perform their duty, and most of them are lawyers and didn't read the laws. And so that was tyranny to me. And so I wrote this uh, blog. It was called Obamacare is Unconstitutional and Illegal, and it borders on extortion. It's like putting an imaginary gun to every American's head, but not to the foreigners and the illegals and the invaders coming into our country. Of They're not. exempt. And Obama exempted himself and Congress and the judges and the donors and the bundlers it's only for the American people who are going to be punished by this double-digit uh, tax. And only, it's not only this year, it's going to be next year. And I hope Donald Trump is taking that and making it go national because Americans won't be able to afford the Affordable Care Act because it will now become the unaffordable care act, and it will be death care for Americans.
0: We've got Rose Colombo with us today. She joins us live, and uh, you can hear her each and every week on the Freedomizer Radio Network three times a week over there. She's also an award-winning author, and uh, if you enjoy reading political satire and written as a uh, short fictional and Orwellian-style adventure story, then you will want to stay tuned for our special guest here today, Rose Colombo, the two-time Irwin Award-winning author. Her book is entitled "Obamacare, Dinosaurs, Rednecks, and Radicals," which I love that by the way. Uh, this short. Fictional story is set in a faraway remote land where the main character travels in search of the lost and unseen secretive dinosaur tablets. And uh, Rose Columbo with us today. Now, uh, Rose, um, you're a Donald Trump supporter, according to Irwin. He, he was like, She's a Trump supporter. And then he started laughing. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, I'm a Trump supporter. <laughs>
1: I take it that yeah, Erwin's not. We have to trump Hillary. So, uh-huh. As so we call her cricket, Hillary. So
0: let's let's talk a little bit about this. I know that there's that there is a lot going on with this election. There is a lot going on with these uh, with 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 this book and, and everything. What what's been some of the feedback you've gotten from folks on the book and. Uh, uh, You know, this whole thing, because this book is is timely since the election's in basically three weeks.
1: Yes, well, everybody loves the book because it's short, it's understandable, it's entertaining, as well as it gives a lot of uh, provocative thinking for people because it talks about redistribution of wealth, and the wealth is going to them, not us. And it's going every which way to their donors, their bundlers, to Saudi, to Iran, to their, to their, uh, their friends, their families. They're all stashing their bank accounts with our tax dollars, as if they are, they are the owners of our tax dollars. When these people are temporary politicians, who should be. Kicked out of office a long time ago and impeached, but now we find out that this redistribution of wealth is making the middle class poor, as I state in my book with the dinosaurs, and the key character is Obamasaurus, and uh, (laughs) Obamasaurus, (laughs) Obamasaurus, a fictional character is this uh, mystical, magical stranger that pops up in the Civilized Dinosaur Nation, and he wins them over with his great smile and his charisma and his charm. <laughs> and the women all find him very attractive, uh, female dinosaurs. And uh, so it's, it's a, it's a, the ending is very uh, thought-provoking because it leaves you with the thought, would the dinosaurs actually be populated? through Obamasaurus' agendas that he pulled out of a hat after he won their trust and then became distrustful and untruthful like Hillary, as Comey said, and Lynch agreed. And, um, And then he was redistributing all of their wealth to the foreigners from the country that he came from, and they began to invade their country. And uh, so it's it's timely, but it's also thought-provoking how easily a nation can be tricked, fooled, called stupid, easily manipulated for their benefit while they rip off the citizens, the good people, the law-abiding people, throw them in jail or whatever if they oppose them, and they begin to... Um, to force these um, good dinosaurs to take the loaf of grass from their <laughs> and leaves from their table, and give it at least half of it to all of the foreigners, so the the dinosaurs have to work harder, and then they become fearful of their leaders. And uh, so the ending leaves you with this thought-provoking ending where the dinosaurs actually depopulated through all of these same-sex agendas and mandated taxpayer-funded abortions and wars and so forth, or were they made extinct totally. And so um, I think people love it because it it does cause them to think about uh, where we are In our own nation today, with human beings who are now human capital and commodities for their use. And um, so, under Obamacare, which is what this book is actually um, talking about, is that Americans are now being forced. They lied to us five different times about Obamacare, and they are punishing the American people. They actually don't like us. They think that we are easily tricked, stupid, easily manipulated, and that we are to be, as Bill Clinton ordered a study on human capital, we are to be used as commodities. And it's, for example, for example, James and audience, Hmm. uh, the unborn baby and the youth of today who get pregnant are being led to believe that it's legal, which it is in this country, to illegally kill your baby because murder is illegal, whether it's by abortion, services, whether you have an M.D. by your name or whatever. So how, so people like Hillary Clinton call them non-persons. Well, if she was a non-person, she wouldn't be here today. Neither would the rest of us. Yeah. But the bottom line is that they are now using these young girls to uh, brainwash them. That go ahead. It's not. It's a non-person. So go ahead and and you can legally have your baby killed by abortion scissors. We've killed 70 million Americans, by the way, plus. And so, wow. the the bottom line is that they are using everyone, including unborn babies, for all sorts of research and for, um, for scientific studies and for organs and body parts and selling human tissue and human body parts for profit and big taxes and forcing Americans against the will of the majority of Americans who do not believe in abortion to pay for killing babies, against their moral and religious beliefs. And so everybody is becoming commodity, even those who aren't born yet and are killed before they take their first breath. But if a man kills a pregnant woman, then in my other book, Fight Back Legal Abuse, which is also an Irwin Award winner, I mention that he will get charged with a double murder more than likely. So wow. we have this double standard here, and we have a bunch of hypocritical laws, and we have too many laws in this country. And when we're mandated to pay for a consumer product that we don't want, and we have have to pay for it with our own earnings after taxes, that's more than a double tax on Americans. And that's borders on tyranny and dictatorship and they are federalizing the health care system and bringing everyone under the control of the uh, federal government so that they will have their committee of foreigners, who they have working in the White House now, who will determine who's going to live and who's going to die by rationing and denying health care to the American people, and they're making it unaffordable. They've already... We've already seen millions of Americans have their health care canceled. Then they couldn't get signed up. We don't even know how many people died because they couldn't access health care, not just veterans. But I've had people who were chronically ill call me on my radio shows and tell me that they could not afford to sign up or they couldn't get signed up and their illness has gotten worse. So this $2,500 lie that American families were going to save each year is turning into a nightmare financially for the American people. So are they going to come after the American people and punish us? Because what they've done is they've made all the invaders and illegals exempt. They don't have to pay up. They don't have to be punished. But Americans have to pay for not only their own health care and that of their families, and a 26-year-old adult in their home who should be working and paying for his own health care, they also now have to pick up the tab for millions of illegals and foreign invaders into our country. And they're exempt from paying up. So Obamacare, dinosaurs, Rednecks, and Radicals is a really important book for people to enjoy and be entertained, but also to really think about what's happening uh, what happened to the dinosaurs and what could possibly happen to the American people who basically are not even feeling the pain and suffering that is coming if Hillary Clinton is elected because that is Hillary Care morphed into Obamacare and she will continue to expand it. The entitlement programs will implode because we can't afford Obamacare. Uh, That is the bottom line, and we can't afford to pay for millions of people who are here illegally with our middle-class tax dollars. I mean, the, um, the government is a failure. We need to run this country like a business. We need a I've been saying in that. There.
0: I have been saying that ever since uh, Mitt Romney, the very first time that he ran, not the second time after he'd sold out to everybody, uh, the first time that he ran, <laughs> where he said <laughs> on the debate stage, "We need to run the country like a business," and everybody kind of went <gasps> and looked at him. Uh, I, I've, I've always believed that the uh, that the United States should be run like a business. So yes, you you are completely correct in that, and I hope that. Uh, Donald can get in there and then make this happen.
1: Well, Donald's going to get in there and make this happen and I'm declaring him a victor and we just have to be aware that electronic machines can be rigged because I saw them in my own polling booth in 2008 when the the, the machines were slipping and punching Obama's name. And so um, that's the truth. I went on the radio on Larry Elder every show I could get on and told people yeah. to ask for a paper ballot, and because the machines are rigged, yeah. and of course nobody believed me at the time, but <laughs> they can be rigged. And I mean, uh, the and I looked up in the Congressional Record, and it is filed in the congressional record with testimony under sworn oath that yes the re- electronic machines can be rigged so do not use the smart because the smart are owned by george soros he has a heavy investment in them he has them in 16 key states and texas is already complaining that the ballots are slipping
0: yes and punching hillary I, I and i saw Kane. that earlier and i don't care
1: what the msm says this is the truth james and i thank you for me to get on the truth because trump isn't lying <laughs> there are
0: well, well tell us tell, tell us tell us all parties. about all about uh trump and and everything you you're doing uh to help him get elected
1: well i i actually went to New York with my daughter and <laughs> went to the trump towers and I actually met one of his good friends uh, but I didn't get to really talk to him about I went back with my daughter on the night of the um, debates. And I want to tell you, there were the Hillary protesters out there, and I videotaped them, but I wouldn't even put it on my Facebook because their language was so vile and foul that it was, it was horrible. And, um, I mean, I, did, I wish I could unhear what they were saying. So we went up to the um, Trump Towers into the uh, cocktail lounge, And it was jam-packed, and people were cheering him on, and it was very exciting. And there was um, lots of media outside. Uh, All of the big stations were outside taking uh, video of all the protesters with their vile language against Trump. And all the good people who were, you know, civil and cheering on Trump and not saying anything nasty about Hillary, uh, they were, there, was, there wasn't any media there. There wasn't any media coverage to see him cheering and the excitement and everything. So I found that to be somewhat biased. And um, so I actually met his campaign manager. So I have been emailing his campaign manager and giving him some of my suggestions. And uh, hopefully they're moving forward. I think they are. I think they're paying attention. And um, and because it's very important that we understand that our country's sovereignty and our Constitution are at stake and that there is an infiltration into our government, our churches, our schools, our country. ISIS is here, which is by the military, the FBI, the sheriff, it's not a secret, and so we are facing a very dangerous time in our history, we're either going to save our country or lose our country, we're either going to save our lives or lose our lives. And so that's the truth, because Hillary Clinton wants to open up all the borders, she votes her and her husband for NAFTA, TPP. She's done so many speeches and her husband on cover, government's time and dime, uh, our taxpayer's time and dime secretly, doing, making all these deals for speeches and whatever for tens of thousands of dollars. And I think one of the most shameful things she did, she says she cares about women and children. Well, the women and children in Haiti who were devastated – devastated, and her and Bill promised to send cash to them and medical supplies and food and water and begged the world to send cash to them, and they would get it to Haiti so that they could restore their the, the devastation. Thousands of people died and were homeless and didn't have any food or water, and volunteers went in there to help them not Clinton's who got billions of dollars and the president of Haiti, I hope he files a lawsuit, uh, because that's a fraud, in my opinion. In my opinion, it's a fraud on the entire world who sent that money. And all that money should, if we had a real DOJ, a real FBI director, then who we could really respect and trust, they would have already confiscated that money and made sure that it went to the people who they promised to help and are still in dire need. This is a humanitarian issue. It's also an issue for America because it makes all Americans look bad. It makes our country look bad. And We have always been the humanitarian country where people come for help and aid, and we've never faced anything like this before. And and so while these people are jetting around, living high off the hog, jetting around taxpayers' time in Air Force One to campaign along with the president, I find that appalling because it's like, uh, eighty-seven thousand dollars, or a hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars, whatever it is, to tens of thousands of dollars to just fire up Air Force One. And if they want to fire up Air Force One and campaign, then they should be paying that money into the back to the taxpayers, because that should be done on personal time, not on America's time and dime. When they're telling us they're going to crash our economy, because. They created a twenty trillion dollar national debt and that they're gonna devalue the US dollar and that Soros wants to make the and these globalists like Hillary and them want to open our borders up and make communist China the super economic power who is who needs clean coal in fact. Did you know China needs clean coal?
0: Really? I wasn't aware of that.
1: And here we have Obama and Hillary saying they're going to bankrupt the coal mining states. Well, my grandpa was a coal miner, and he worked hard in dangerous coal mining mines, and he saved enough money to make his American dream come true and buy a house for his eight children and his wife and provide them a good living. So we have to look at the loss of jobs. How could any... Candidate or president or former secretary of state say, We're going to bankrupt you, Americans, and we're going to put you out of work. What's wrong with Americans? They better wake up really fast because Trump puts people to work. Trump doesn't put people out of work. He is diversified. I was at his hotel. I, myself, and my daughter talked to the workers, and they were so happy. And they were diversified. They weren't. They were of all different countries, and and they were so happy with their jobs. They loved their jobs. They said they wanted to. They hoped they could always work there. I am not joking. And so these were sincere people. And so whatever they say about Trump in a tape, you cannot even compare that to what the actions that have been taken against our country. By this regime, not for our country, but against our country, not with our country, but against our country. When you allow open borders and you want, you pre planned it back in January 27, 2009, by a secret executive order, because I read it and I happened to just come across it, and Hillary Clinton and John Kerry approved it to migrate one million radical Muslims into the USA, from Palestine, and now we have them coming from Syria and other countries, unidentified people, not health care checked, not vetted, living among us. We are a country of immigrants, but legal immigrants, and that's the word they do not like.
0: You know, I remember back in the day when we had, uh, what was it, the paris island or whatever in 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 new york where you could come through and get checked out and 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 <laughs> give you papers and everything uh, where where, 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 saying, where the hell did that go <laughs> well since
1: 2009 it's it's gone by the wayside okay. they just bypass it now they're invited in now they just let, let them in and, in and they just the come out just come on in they, everybody <laughs> yeah, they get a ham sandwich, whatever you want, chicken sandwich, what do you want? <laughs> get a brown bag lunch and a beer or milk, what do you want? We not only migrate unidentified foreigners into our country whose culture is totally different than ours, whose civilization is totally different than ours, we don't even vet them because we don't even have the manpower or the money to vet millions of people coming into our country. We couldn't even... We already had like 11 million prior to them opening the borders to the Middle East. No one finds it awful strange that we have four Americans who should be with us today a U.S. ambassador, a U.S. justice, Vince Foster. Do you know how many dead bodies there are and nobody cares? They turn a blind eye to all of it. I mean, we are living in very evil times, and there are very evil people who are, <clears throat> who are anti-American. And as Hillary said, <clears throat> according to Dick Morris, The Democrats are stupid and easily manipulated. Obama said Americans are small-minded and need to give up their liberties. He said the Constitution is meaningless and Congress is meaningless, and he'll use his pen and his phone to basically rule the country and make laws. They don't recognize the three branches of government because they already believe we are a one-world order, in my opinion. I believe we can still give our opinions today, but it's getting to the point where even that is being attacked. And we were a country, I grew up in this country, I am a U.S. natural-born citizen. I've been free, liberated, free to speak out. I held protests, candlelight protests against all of these corrupted but not as corrupt as they are today. <clears throat> uh, politicians on the steps of the White House um, on the White House, excuse me, on the steps of the uh, district attorney's offices, the courthouses and so forth, protesting these corrupted people and helping uh, mainly women and women getting their children back or getting out of jail for trying to protect their children. So uh, there's always been corruption, but not to this degree. And so now, what we have is we have a oh gosh, thank you for letting me say this. not an issue. We, keep going we <laughs> have <laughs> I hope I'm still alive tomorrow. <laughs> to do <the> radio show. <laughs> we have two choices: we have a globalist hillary Clinton and who is um a lawyer or a disbarred lawyer. We have a disbarred lawyer and impeached president, who is her husband, who she says she's going to appoint to an office. How can he? How can he be appointed to a public office when he's been impeached for a crime and uh, and also disbarred? You have to be have committed some kind of crime to be disbarred as a lawyer. And then, and then you have. The Obamas, who were also, we were told, were prominent lawyers, and we find out that they had to turn in their law licenses to the Illinois State Bar. Now, if you're an inactive lawyer, as they have them listed, you do not have to turn in your law license. You can keep your law license and you can reactivate it, but if you are disbarred, you do have to turn in your law license, and it's usually like a negotiation of uh, either being charged or else. in a trial or else just give up your law license. So most people will just turn in the law license. But anyway, we've had lawyers uh, running our nation, as that is the problem. Disbarred lawyers on top of it. And we have a majority of lawyers, and this is what I wrote in my first book that featured around the world, Fight Back Legal Abuse, which is an award winner. You can... You have a majority of lawyers in Congress. Almost everyone in the Department of Justice is a lawyer, judges, uh, justices, are lawyers. Uh, and then Americans are voting more lawyers into the Oval Office. And what they have done, as I stated in my book, is they have morphed all three branches of the government together. And they have uh, eliminated checks and balances because lawyers are a self-protecting system. And so they self-police, they self-discipline and they self-protect in secret. So they have their own separate court system as well. So by voting more lawyers, I mean there are ethical lawyers and I'm not knocking all lawyers, but you are creating a a um, a nation run by the lawyers and the judges and the justices and so forth. And so when you have disbarred lawyers or lawyers who are not disbarred in the Oval Office, you've morphed all three branches of government together, eliminate checks and balances, and you're being run basically by the American Bar Association. And this is a problem for America because this isn't what the framers wanted. They wanted plumbers and they wanted business people and they wanted doctors and they wanted people from all walks of life to become representatives, temporary representatives of their country with term limits. But we have created a nation without term limits and now they're all meshed together, entangled in, many of them in the Clinton Foundation, obviously, and and these tentacles are now international. And so the only way, the only way, the only way to break up this international, uh, let me say it nicely, club, <laughs> club of insiders is to vote for Donald Trump. Trump and Michael Pence, because Michael Pence is a man of excellent character, loyal patriotic American, traditional family man, and he will be the steady rock for Donald Trump, who is a businessman, not a politician, but will Learn to be a politician because he loves the United States of America, or he wouldn't leave his businesses and his family to take on the media, the MSM, the Clinton Foundation, the entire rhinos who have not supported we. The Republican conservatives who voted them into office, they have failed us. They have let us down. They should And I called Paul Ryan today, and I told him, you need to be bold. You need to tell the Republican Congress to get out there and start supporting Donald Trump, because otherwise they aren't going to get reelected because we are going to watch them very closely. We need them to unite the Republican party. And that's the difference between the Republican party and the quackers, the DNC and the Hillary team, because, you know, they used Disney's Donald, Donald, (laughs) Donald duck. And I think they may have a problem there. I hope so. I hope Disneyland is not happy with that. And, um, and they've done so many. <laughs> I mean, let's face it: a young military man takes a photograph of a uh, a classified area, and Hillary Clinton—they call it removed. I call it stealing. Several and used several personal servers to remove 33,000 thirty-three thousand—not 33, 33,000 33, classified, top-secret, and non-classified documents without authorization. And Comey says she doesn't. She's not technically sophisticated. I believe she's the most technically sophisticated woman I've ever seen in my life. Because who else could pull this off without being held accountable? Nobody. Nobody. So she's very technically uh, sophisticated and knows exactly what she's doing, or she wouldn't have billions of dollars donated to the Clinton Foundation. And... She wouldn't be able to negotiate with all of these wealthy men, CEOs around the world, if she didn't know what she was doing. Because you know how tough it is for a woman to get a man to get his his checkbook out and give her a few dollars. She's talking to wealthy, wealthy men who are taking out their checkbooks and writing checks for millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation. So... She knows exactly what she's doing, and it is true that they truly believe that the American people are stupid and easily fooled, like Gruber said. It is so true. But the American people are waking up, and the American people are being ripped off. Their freedom's being ripped off, their liberties are being ripped off, their right to life, their freedom of Christianity and Catholicism, their freedom of sovereignty their freedom to the pursuit of happiness, their freedom to live safe and unafraid of their government, safe and unafraid of unidentified foreigners whose culture tells them that, hey, it's our right to rape women and marry little girls. It's our right to demand that you change your country into our country. It's our right to say we will not assimilate, we do not have to follow your U.S. Constitution, this is what they've created. This is what they've created in our country, and they're creating civil unrest, they're creating black and white tension, and that is very scary, because there was a 2009 DHS presidential order that gave the shadow government, DHS, the authority to take over the U.S.A. should there be civil unrest or a pandemic and call out martial law. And that is something that would probably suspend the elections to boot, and I believe that is something that millions of Americans are very concerned about. So whether it happens before the elections or after, because just because you have an election, the sitting president is still the acting president. So this is what's on the minds of the American people. And this is a huge concern along with the national debt that could implode at any time and bring down this country and you will see chaos because there will be hungry people and you will see the end of america in my opinion i mean this is my conspiracy theory you might say but this is why i wrote my books: fight back legal abuse and Obamacare dinosaurs, rednecks, and radicals to awaken the American people, hopefully. And you know what, James? Yes. Hillary Clinton is not qualified to take a sworn oath on the Bible. You know why? Why is this? Because in order to take a sworn oath, you must be of good character. You must be of good uh, faith while you're doing it. You must be believable that you're telling the truth and you're honest. Well, that's not possible. You know why? What's going on? Because Comey and Lynch and Congress, members of Congress, have stated Hillary Clinton is untruthful, a.k.a. perjury, during the testimony in Congress about Benghazi and the emails that is under investigation. So, This disqualifies her, in my opinion, to take a sworn oath because she's not believable. And she has been declared to the world by an FBI director, the top guy, and the USAG agreed with him. And that is the Department of Justice who says she's untruthful. And you know that you can't just run for public office based on I'm 35 years old, I'm a U.S. (laughs) natural-born citizen, and therefore I'm qualified. No. The American people need to understand that in order to run for public office, you must be of good character, honest, moral. You must take the oath in good faith that you intend to uphold the Constitution, which she hasn't done. So there again, she's disqualified because she just told the whole world that she intends to globalize us and to leave all the borders open and to allow illegals to continue to flood into this nation. So she's not going to uphold the Constitution and the sovereignty of this great nation. There are so many reasons, James, I could tell you why she's disqualified, uh, in my opinion, from what I've read, what I've witnessed, and what she said on video, in speeches so I'm not making it up and I'm telling America that there's only two options you can read Obamacare dinosaurs, rednecks and radicals at complimentary pages at Amazon.com fight back legal abuse and there are only two choices and the person who takes the oath, the oath Add that touch of personal responsibility that requires public promise to execute a job according to the law and in good faith. And that was stated by my friend, Karen Hoffer. And so the fact is that the only person eligible to take the sworn oath who will uphold, defend, and preserve the laws of this land and the sovereignty of this land is Donald Trump and Michael Pence, because Hillary's already told America she's going to continue to leave the borders wide open, continue to allow the invaders into our country who are unidentified, non-vetted, may have diseases, we don't know, and have a totally different culture and civilization. It's not about religion. It's about the safety and welfare of this country, it's about our health care. It's about our economy because when you invade our country with millions of people and many of them are healthy young men who should be fighting their own war on their own soil and they are scattered around our country, we don't know what they brought into our country and or their intent. So when you have that situation, you cannot ever be safe in your country. You don't even know who your neighbors are. You don't know who your coworker is. You don't know who you're getting into a cab with. You don't know what's going to happen when you're sitting in a restaurant. You are inviting third world problems that we are not responsible to take care of. Their own leaders should be correcting their own problems in their own country and taking care of their own terrorists and their own radicals on their soil not sending them over here to the usa and then to europe
0: we've got rose colombo with us today as we wrap up here my friend how do we get a hold of you online
1: um... you can get a hold of me online at facebook twitter at rose for justice that's the number four You can go to uh, www.roseforjustice.com, and you can get my books, Obamacare, Dinosaurs, Rednecks, and Radicals, Urban Award winners, at um, Amazon.com, and Fight Back Legal Abuse. You can read complimentary pages, and you can hear my radio show, Rose Colombo and the Justice Club, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, and... 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and James Lowe I want to thank you so much for allowing me to uh, express my <laughs> <Yes>. opinions.
0: <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you making time for us today I appreciate you being on and uh, we'll talk to you soon, thank you Rose you're welcome, appreciate James. it, Bye-bye. we'll talk soon Rose Colombo with us today here in our program uh